How's it going, everybody? And on today's show, we are recapping our trip last week, seeing the movie trivia Schmodown live in Chicago. We're also giving some early predictions, theories on Avengers Endgame, and we break down the Episode Nine trailer that debuted last week at Star Wars Celebration. Also, just a quick side note, we are playing around with some new microphone equipment. So on this episode, and maybe for the next couple of episodes, you might hear a little bit of feedback, some echo, uh, maybe it sounds like we're slowed down a bit. Bear with us as we try to get through these technical difficulties, because we're trying to make the show the best it can be for all of you. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Unemployed Guys Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the Unemployed Guys Podcast. I am, of course, one half of the Unemployed Guys Luke Chaconis joined at the table. It's a full house. Someone call Aunt Becky. But first, before, but first, but first, oh, I've been drinking. Sean's here. Hey, Sean. Hi, guys. How is everyone today? We've got a everywhere you look, everywhere is a heart, it's a heart. Get your daughter into college. <laughs> yep. yep. Anthony yep. is here. Hello, Anthony Curlot. For the second. I went to him first because <laughs> he was drinking. <laughs> I wanted to see how his improv skills yeah. were. Well, had to swallow the liquid first. Okay, That's and moving on to liking it both ways, Tom Soltz is on the show. You stole my line. I did so. Cheers. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> See you, Sean. Sean just got up from the table and left the cheers. Hey, Sean, there's a beer in there if you want it. I'm grabbing it. Maron. All right, we're off to a hot start. How's everybody doing today? Good, good. Great. I don't have work tomorrow. Oh, good for you. Thank you for inviting me back. You're welcome. This is since I don't have to be here anywhere this, tomorrow. If I'm not mistaken, so uh, fun fact for the listeners at home: we're doing an episode right now, but we're also going to be pre-recording after this episode yes. our Avengers trivia, which will come out next week on the yes. Friday that Endgame is released into theaters. So we're not doing. You won't hear trivia on tomorrow's episode, Friday's episode. That's Friday, April nineteenth episode. But uh, next week, you get some more trivia coming yes. your way. Um, this is, I think, the first time you've just joined us to just shoot the shit. Yeah, I usually come for... Uh, Blood. Uh, special occasions only. Yeah, mm-hmm. but now this... its it, Me being here is a special occasion. Well, don't flatter yourself okay. too much. And... All right, good seeing you, Anthony. Right. Right. And cheers. <laughs> a group cheers now. Group cheers. Cheers. Hey. cheers. Can't nice. really get it much. That's all right. Uh, yeah. So... Anthony, what are we drinking today? Um, I... Your first trivia question. I got them. Luke purchased them. Oh. Uh, his work discount did not it help did not us that for much. some reason, so... Um, but I that out when I go Sean and I are drinking a Goose Island, representing Chicago, the 312. Uh, we are doing the Next Coast IPA. Very flavorful. I'm not a fan of IPAs. However... <laughs> Why it's <is> free. That? <laughs> However, I didn't pay for it. Um, and also, it actually tastes pretty good. So, good for me. For good trying for new things. Good, good for good for America. Tom, what Tom? are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking a Jim Beam and Coke. Oh, good for you. Good for you. Thank you. Good for Thank you. Good for you. Oh, good for you. I'm proud of you. Thank you, Anthony. Um, and Luke? I'm drinking Nobody a Budweiser. Cares. Budweiser, it's the America of beers, the beer of America, however which way you phrase it. It tastes good going down my throat. 
And what about your butt? Huh? <laughs> Does it taste good going out your butt or in your butt? Uh, Uranus. That's none of your business. You're so fat, you got moons around your. You've anus. already used that joke I know. on the show I'm before. Use it again. Anthony, Hack. you're so fat, you got moons around your anus. <laughs> no, that's, that's just body shaming. <laughs> Tom? Doesn't work on Tom. Ah, Tom, you're so old, you look like the Crypt Keeper. Thank you. Okay. Good one. Someone get me. Uh, you, Disney sucks. All righty. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. And Sean? Uh, uh, don't hurt my feelings. <laughs> <fragile>. Freak! <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to have a nice show today. The four of us are just going to kind of talk, shoot the shit. We don't really have anything too uh, important to get to today. We were all saying before we started recording. We do want to talk about what we did last Friday, last Saturday, excuse me, the four of us. We went and saw the movie trivia showdown live, live in Chicago. And I found out it's pronounced, we were calling it the Athenium. I believe it's pronounced the Athenaeum Theater. That's well, dumb. I that's think dumb. I think we can all agree that that is stupid. But I also saw something that they don't care how you pronounce it as long as you come there. Yeah, I think. So, I think is it not based I don't, off of I, like Athena? I don't know. And like the like, warrior princess. That that's Xena. Oh, I'm not gonna <laughs> Xenon, girl of the 21st century. What? I'm gonna Sears Tower this, and I realize that it's not a different name now. But I'm just gonna call it what I think it is. Yeah, how I identify. I think it's also with I was thinking this too the new thing in baseball here is the IL I'm going to call it the yeah. DL it's just yeah. it, it just is I understand what they're going for I get it I understand what they're doing I just it, it sounds a little bit weird I like DL he's on the DL so the IL makes it sound like he's back in the minors like oh he's in the IL yeah he's in yeah. the independent league independent league yeah. yeah it's like you're changing something that didn't need to be changed yeah why are you just overcomplicating something because people like to do that nowadays that's stupid just well, like the Athenaeum theme. Correct. Correct for 500 points. Bringing us back to that was my Jeopardy. segue back to what we were talking about. Oh. I'm learning slowly. Well, yeah, you have to. My, if, if you want to, if Anthony, if you want to be on more this summer, which we've discussed you coming on the show more this summer when you're on break from teaching, uh, you're, we're going to put you through a rigorous audition. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all. I'm, I'm ready. But I'm not going to tell you. There will be physical challenges. You yeah. will have to wrestle. Can I do a Bray Wyatt monologue again? Like I did yeah. for Unified Auditions my that was sophomore year. You'll have to do the monologue now, here's while the thing about throw dodgeballs at Now, you. here's the thing about those Unified Auditions. Those were a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Said no one ever. It wasn't a big deal. Everyone would like, freak out. They'd be like, can we get Unified? So, like, you literally go on stage for 90 seconds, and you sing 30 seconds, and you'd monologue for... These directors already know you. And everyone knows you. I I went to it's one. It's a formality. I went to one, and I forgot my song. Got one call back. Hey. Well, one that's what better you get. Than none. Did, you get the, the, did you get the part? No. Oh. <laughs> I forgot the song. <laughs> <laughs> I did not deserve I to get to anything. And it was, a, it was a Shakespeare company, so they didn't give a shit. We're talking saying. Professionally? So, Huh? Are you talking professionally? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were talking I, thought, about I was talking Unifieds at like Western. Oh, yeah. Oh. No, no, no. Those were a formality. Unifieds in the professional world, yeah, those are more serious. I was talking, you should remember I was talking our college song. degrees. What's wrong with you, you hack? <laughs> you corny hack? It's probably why I have Freak! gotten an acting job since. <laughs> oh, wait, no, I did, and I went on tour. Yeah. Uh, you did. <laughs> so. Hey, what was your what what uh, was your character name in Barnyard Bully? Uh, I mean, I played like 
five or six of them. That was the thing I was the name of the show I was thinking was Barmore. Niggle. No, that was his other show. And that was actually I want to point out Anthony did not just drop an offensive (laughs) word. That was actually a character that That Sean played in college. The character's name I'm not joking at all when I say this was Niggle. And there was no context of racism or trying to. It was a what was that show about Sean? You were like a painter, like a happy painter. I don't. I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. I, it was based on a J.R.R.R. Tolkien novel. J.R.R.R.R.R. J.R. Junior. J.R. Junior. Tolkien novel. J.R. Junior. Tolkien. But it wasn't a novel. It was just a short story, and he actually wrote it between him writing Lord of the Rings because at a point he was getting tired of what the Lord of the Rings trilogy was, and so he just went off and wrote this short story. And so we took it and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that matters. My name was Niggle. Yeah, I mean, yes, to the listeners, we are not being insensitive fools here. That was 100% hand on the Bible, Sean's character's name in that show, Niggle. And if you can kind of get what we're all thinking in our heads, uh, when we heard it, we went, I'm sorry, who let this happen? Yeah. I, I know who let it happen. And we will, let, we will leave it at that. Uh, so back to the showdown. Yes. My the God. Athenaeum. At the Athenaeum. What did everybody think of the event? So uh, we might talk spoilers for any Schmodown fans out there if you haven't seen the matches already. It was Who's the Boss versus the Odd Couple. Number one contender match goes on to play the Shire Wolves at a later ma- uh, later date. And then the Star Wars Championship match between Alex Damon and Joseph Scrimshaw, who won the number one contenders match at Star Wars Celebration the night before. Uh, what did everybody think of the matches, the evening, everything in general? Tom, I'll let you start first. Great. Uh, it was awesome. A lot of fun. Um, just the general energy of the building was exceptional, I thought. Uh, as far as the matches go, Star Wars match, really good. Tag match, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, as someone who loves Star Wars, Wars I, think I think Sean would agree with, with, with this. this. Those guys know so much about those movies. It's unbelievable. It is insane. I mean, honestly, at any point were you actually like trying to get the answers? No, it's kind of an no, amazing. I actually did. Yeah, I tried to do. I tried not to like quote unquote play along too much and just try to like sit back and enjoy the show. Right. Yeah, and I mean, when we're watching it just on YouTube and everything, I actually like try and think of. Also, it helps that we get. The actual like question, right? Yeah, we can see it, right? Kind of thing. It was it was difficult, and so I just stopped and enjoyed because there's no way that I was gonna get even half of those right. For me, it's the thing. It's like jaw on the ground, just like in amazement. Like how I honestly, I'm not kidding. I said when I watch those matches, Star Wars match, uh, I am happy if I can get three questions right, and I don't think I got three right during that match. I think they got, there was one about, like, who voiced Maz Kanata in Force right. Awakens, and I got that. Uh, other than that, no clue. Yeah. No clue. And even Christian, when you watch him and Mar oh, yeah. uh, announce the matches, they're even in amazement of how good those guys are, and they see them play all the time. And Christian is a huge Star Wars fan. He hosts a show called Collider Jedi Council. He's hosted for, like, five or six years now, if not more. So, when he, I mean... It's, it's it's amazing. amazing. It is it's absolutely amazing. It's insane the amount. I mean, it helps that like this. Uh, what, what's his name? The main, the winner, Alex Damon. So he actually hosts his own show, and he's known as like the Star Wars dude. Yeah, so Star Wars is his show. Like, he runs yeah. his own show that does that type of thing. Yeah. And the guy that he was going against, uh, Scrimshaw, mm-hmm. was an actual just like 
watcher, listener, listener of his show. show. Yeah. And that's where he learned all of his shit. Yeah. And so, so for them two to be, like, together yeah. on he stage. He makes a joke and he's like, I prepared for this match by watching all of Alice's videos. <laughs> I mean, they're just, the whole, the whole with the Star Wars thing, it's just amazing. It, like, I'm just absolutely floored that the human brain can... Uh, hold all that knowledge about such a like a specific film, series, franchise, whatever you want to call it. It's insane. Like I love Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I don't think I could name all like the real particular stuff. No. Like I mean, I still think I could do it. And frankly, I'm not sure I want to have the depth of knowledge that they have. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure that's like his whole life. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have dedicated a lot of time. Yeah, did, who also beautiful Star Wars. She played in the number one contenders match uh, the day before its celebration. It was a five way between all of the competitors, and Joseph Scrimshaw came out on top. I actually have not watched that match yet, so we need to watch that. Uh, but it was just kind of fun to see that. Um, so, kind of segueing away from the Star Wars match, do you have anything, Anthony, to add to that? To the Star Wars yeah. specifically? No, I'm not really. I'll just have like generic things to say. Okay. So. Carry on if you want to talk specifics. No, I want to hear. No, I, I just like generally the entire evening was a lot of fun. I was a little skeptical going in, having not watched in a while. In a while, but the crowd was so into it mm-hmm. and so respectful at the same time. Like, yeah, they were there because they were huge fans of the show. And so just to be able to be in that sold-out crowd of, like, a thousand and some change. And everybody was so invested in that. Super, they're cheering when it was appropriate, booing when it was appropriate, not yelling out answers. I think it was just a really neat environment to be a part of that I was not expecting. Like, just watching both matches, they were close. And, like, you as an audience member got super into it because you were rooting for one side or the other. And so, like, you had that pit in your stomach being, mm-hmm. like... Because it was real. It wasn't staged. Like, yep. yes, they got the storylines, but yep. there are people out there that are actually testing their knowledge of these extremely difficult movie trivia questions. And, like, I love movie trivia. And just seeing them on that level, it's, like, it's like minor leagues with me versus the major leagues and actually seeing yeah. those people in that element. It, it was a lot of fun to really just, like, invest yourself in that show that I could have watched three, four more matches, I think it's still been fun because it's funny, it's entertaining, and if you like movies, like, it's just for you because you can participate a little bit and then when it gets a little bit too difficult, you just sit back and you just revel in it. Yeah, I agree. That's a really good way to describe it. It's just, seeing it live was such a kind of, I've, I've been watching this since I was, I've been watching the Schmoes since I was a junior in high school. The first video I ever watched them was their incredible Burt Wonderstone movie review. And I was like, who are these guys? Schmoes? That's not, they're pretty funny. And it caught on. And then the Schmodown started in fall of 2014, summer 2014, I want to say. And I was watching that since like sophomore year at Western. And here we are, almost five years later, they're doing live shows on the road. Did you go back and start from the beginning? No, I, there's, I mean, there's certain matches I've, I've watched a couple times, or moments I kind of, you know, there's the big moments, the moments that make you laugh, most of you go back and rewatch. but I've never fully gone back and cringed everything. Um, but kind of going to what you were saying about the that kind of live interaction, that live uh, emotion and feel for everything, I felt the most... Uh, emotionally charged I have been in a while watching those matches especially when it came to the tactics. I love the Star Wars stuff I was absolutely floored by the knowledge I was impressed by the knowledge 
but the trivia with the tag teams division is like trivia that I can hang with for the most part. I feel like not as good as those guys. I'm not saying. Yeah, this is a little bit of everything. It's like there's there's certain things I know. There's certain things I don't. Mm -hmm. And I was 100%. If we're talking about like storylines or anything, I was pulling for who's the boss because I love. First of all, I think Finstock, Tom Dagnino, Bobby Gucci, Gucci son, whatever the hell he's calling himself on, whatever day it is. I think he's absolutely hilarious. I've said that before. Uh, so I, I'm already a big fan of his. And then I really like the tag team of Bateman and Riley. I think they complement each other really well and are definitely kind of like two different people who play the game differently in a lot of ways and have really come together nicely. But then on the other side, I do like the team of Odd Couple because it's kind of the same thing of people who play the game differently but have come together nicely. I think Roxy's been a really good manager. I think she's... So funny on Collider Live. I think she's absolutely great. Um, so the match itself I was really intrigued with, and the match did not disappoint. And this is, where, again, we're kind of talking spoilers on the Chicago event. In the tag match, there's a moment where Bateman uh, swept the floor with movie release dates in the second round. And I was like, for the first time I can remember in a long time, I let out like an audible, like, fuck yeah, like this is awesome. Like I was genuinely pumped that it happened but I think that's also because I've been watching on off and on I haven't been as committed as you mm-hmm. but like we as a table here the four of us have been watching since college mm-hmm. so to actually see those people that we've seen regularly in matches um like in person in oh, the yeah. intimate space it's... that was super cool just to be like I am a hundred feet away from these really funny really smart people like us yeah. who love movies and it's it's interesting because it's like you know uh, when you watch a movie with your favorite actors in it, you watch them on TV, and if you were to see them one day in real life, you'd be like, holy shit, that's yeah. Leo DiCaprio, or that's George Clooney, or whoever your favorite actor is. And just because... The guy who plays Hot Pie. Thank you. Uh, minus, <laughs> minus Hidalgo. He's my favorite actor. <laughs> the horse. Not Vigo. Not Vigo, the horse. Uh, but just because, you know, these, just cause, you know the, the men and women on Collider and Shmoden Live and you know Schmoes and all that stuff aren't, you know, at the level of name as a Brad Pitt or whoever the, the new A-list actor is, it's still really cool to be like, holy shit, I've been watching these guys since I was a junior in high school. Like, I've been watching videos and stand-up and shows that Christian Harloff has hosted, produced, whatever, since I was in high school. And six to seven years later, I'm seeing them perform live in a way. And like, that's really neat. It's like watching, it's with anything you see on TV, you're like, one day you see your hero, you're not heroes, but you know the people you look up to and the people you watch and you contribute a lot of time, energy, and even in some cases money to, and see them live. You're like, holy shit, this is pretty cool. Yeah, it's like what you guys said today, because you guys said you saw Ben Zobris just walking around Chicago. Just uh-huh. being in that big city and... Name drop. Shattering that aspect of like you are on the screen but you're yeah. actually real people yep. and you can actually run into them on the street mm-hmm. or see them in person like, I think you should humans. always always do as much as you can to actually see the people that you want to see live I agree because that like whether it's a concert or whether it's like a movie premiere or something just going to see that they're actually real people they're invested in that product and they care about you the fans I yeah. think that is a great relationship that exists yeah i was i i thought the event was great what did you think of the tag team match in particular uh i like the tag team match a lot because <clears throat> i found as far as like quote unquote off the court storyline mm-hmm. uh the te- the star wars division doesn't bring a lot of no, drama it's, to the it's tag straight competition table, straight competition mm-hmm. and whereas the tag stuff has that drama and that gives it makes it a little more compelling and if you watch it, there's that scene afterwards that is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of like in a wrestling promo kind of way. That's like 
what they're you know doing and going towards um and they're incorporating a little more physical yep. play into it which i enjoy right and um and we were talking about how the teams are made up of like complementary players mm-hmm. and different personalities and i thought those just meshed really well in person and on stage and anthony talked about how they're funny and that's because a lot of these people were comedians or several of them comedy were yeah right stand up comedy background and it just makes for great in person entertainment because they know how to they know how to pump up a crowd yep. they know how to prime a crowd they know how to keep it going um, and it was just funny and entertaining yeah it was great. Kind of talking about that last little uh, scene at the end before the evening capped off. And again, this is a spoiler. I'm, we're just going to talk about it right now. Uh, who's the boss? Takes a tough loss late. And Odd Couple ends up pulling it out. And uh, Ben Bateman goes to shake the hands of Andrako, Snyder, and Roxy. Snyder kind of assumingly walks off, blows right. him and Riley off. And Draco does it, which was kind of shocking. Because he's always been a, he's always been a good, good guy. guy for the most part, yep. And then Ben goes up to Roxy, and obviously they have a checkered past of dating in real life. They know her longer together. And she slaps him. And you want to talk about, again, like those audible responses. When that happened, I'm pretty sure I looked at you and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, I couldn't believe that just happened. And I didn't think it was going to happen. I thought she was going to kiss yeah, him. Like, or knocked his sunglasses yeah, off. Yeah, like, it was a good hit. Like, he, he yeah. took a hit. And, um, yeah, it was just really interesting. I, I, stuff like that I really loved. Also, I just got to say this, you know, Odd Couple won and they played a great game. I do got to call Jeff Snyder out on one thing. I don't know where he stole that Kevin White jersey from. It was from a Gap Kids clearance rack or yeah. what. But, buddy, I mean, you're like this big Hollywood newsbreaker. You break all these big stories. Buy yourself a better jersey. I think that's what made it funny, though. I mean, I get what he was going for. And it, I get the Kevin White thing maybe he was going because he's always hurt. And I get that. And he chokes and he's never around. Yeah. But just a better size. That's all I'm asking for. That's yeah, for the listeners out there, if you don't watch the video, it was a grown man. man. With a size, not a big belly, but a little bit of a belly. He's a big guy. Wearing a jersey that was probably three sizes too small for him. So, it would have been small on any of humor. us. Yeah. It would have been small on any of us. Humor. I'm not going to lie, though. I made the joke first. You did? People laughed. You got a good, no, you did get a good, what did you say? I don't remember. You, I think you said My easy jokes I thought, are I thought he one said, hit and I forget. Did he steal it from his daughter? Yeah. yeah. That's what you said. And the people in front of us, they got a good laugh out of it. Yeah. <laughs> so we could have been on the stage that night answering all those Star Wars questions. Uh, I will it's say, not that hard. Uh, uh, Django Fett, Boba Fett, Django Unchained Fett, who knows? That's, That's a, a fun, be a fun movie. I would just a Quentin Tarantino fan where Django... Film. Sorry, not fan. Quentin Tarantino film where Django goes into space... As a fet, a Django fet, and he becomes Django fet, and Django, un- the unchained fet. Did you know that originally? I'm pretty sure this is correct. That Will Smith was offered the role of Django and turned it down. We're not talking about things that should not have happened. What was and that movie? For real, did not happen. Pretty sure. What was that movie wow. he was in with his son? After, After Earth. 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 No, I th- the other one. Pursuit of Happiness. Yep, that one. That's a great movie. After Earth is not a great movie. Person of Happiness is a good movie. Thank, thank you for agreeing with me. Just not even acknowledge. Just, you know. <laughs> yep. Perfect. Um, yeah, but so overall, Shmodan experience is great. I can't really stop talking about it enough. It was such a good investment of time and money. Next time they come to Chicago, I will gladly fork over the extra $30, whatever it is, to stick around, do the meet and greet, do the Q&A at the end. Yep. It was just such a good evening. Also, we got there... 
Um, if by any chance anyone is listening that is ever been like, that's kind of cool if I ever checked out a Kingdom Hearts City. We got there maybe an hour and a half, two hours before showtime. And we got let in the theater pretty early. Uh, before 7 o'clock, we were in that theater, and the show started, pre, pre-show started at 7.30. By the way, Josh McCuga was also super funny during the pre-show as well. Yeah, I mean... Everything was funny. All of them. They were all great. All of them were funny. There was, that's the thing. I, I keep, like, how do you get so many, like, great minds and, like, comedic people that just, like, want to have fun together to build this, like, quote-unquote empire? Yeah. And, like, it doesn't seem... I mean, on the outside, obviously. It doesn't seem like there's any issues... Yeah. Besides, like, all the drama that they create on their own. On the show. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, I assume you would start hearing about, like, something this big, like, mm-hmm. issues on the inside. But, like, Christian and Mark Ellis have created this, like, beautiful... Community. Yeah. It is community. Mainly community. because, yeah. like, this is all a... I don't even know if it's a side job or if it's, like, a side hobby... I mean, it's definitely members, a job, correct? Like, it's definitely a job. Like, you know, they. But they, it would be a side job. It's not. No, like, yeah, it's not like. I mean, maybe they are. I, we might be totally talking out of turn here, but maybe it is a thing where it's like. Yeah, I mean, you know, I know when the people work at, at. The show's not on Collider anymore. It's back on the Schmoes channel. But, you know, for like Christian, I would pretty much gather to say this is a full time job. I don't know if, you, you know, in terms of pay and everything, but the amount of time. Right, it's not their primary source of income. income but it's definitely a, around in terms of like man hours they're putting in. Absolutely. Yeah, I. but it's not like this is somebody's job. This is their, this is their passion yeah. project. This is what they're And then they want it to become. And I think that's. It's I, their side hustle. And I, and I think they're 100% on their way. This year has been a huge. I mean, when the first match I ever watched was between JTE and. Uh, one of the interns at the time, a guy named Copster, still on the show, uh, and it was a Jurassic Park trivia match. Uh, and if you want to even go back before then, it was a, a Rocky match between Finstock and JT, which is funny because they just did the Patreon exclusive match Rocky all like a week or two ago. Mm. Um, and just to see where it's at now, I mean, they're in, they're going to Houston in May. They're they're doing it at Booker T's actual wrestling arena that he owns. July, they're at Comic-Con. Then I heard they're going back to New York. I'm assuming, of, based off how well ticket sales did in Chicago and the overall, um, you know, how everyone reacted to it and responded to it, they'll come back to Chicago, I would imagine, within a year, year and a half. I mean, and that's just a few of the places they've already gone. You know, once they get this to bigger markets, you know, they've done California, L.A. like three times. You know, they go to uh, Florida, maybe Philly, you know, Canada somewhere. I mean, it, this thing's going to, it's catching on, you know, and I, I'm so happy for them. It's great. I agree. I agree. I, agree. I, 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 I concur. I mean, I know my points totally are good, but dead air, guys. It Anthony, was for a second, why didn't you jump on that? Because it's like, it's He's technically a school night. I, it's late. Day, I'm getting sleepy, but first, I'm not getting sleepy. Well, we still have to do trivia. I'm aware. I, I'll, we got another. I, we got another I, what? I, huh? I'll get there. What do you I'll hope, wire up. What do you hope to What do you hope to achieve? I want to be the best in the world. Alright, so let's move on from the Schmo now. Every uh, time there's silence, I have to look. Someone's gonna talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sean's in. Sean's in. Let's let's call it. Let's give a peek behind the curtain. Sean is finalizing the uh, the MCU trivia questions yeah, for see? next week's Endgame. Let's talk about Endgame for a second. Okay. Um, I haven't watched the trailer, so please don't mention. Because you're not gonna probably be on the show till after Endgame at some point because you're not going to be on next well, Friday well you see it Friday you're, it's not like you're going to discuss so it so we're going to probably have to do it on next Sunday which is going to be crazy because we have the reunion weekend next week uh, yeah. and we have to figure that Battle out. of Winterfell it's going to be a, is that next week Sunday is that true 
It's really yeah, we've weekend. talked about this. How reunion weekend is episode three of Game of Thrones, and it is more than likely going to be the Battle of Winterfell. Episode. And End Game the same weekend. And End Game the same. And even weekend. more importantly, and the NFL draft is that weekend. And more right. importantly than all three of those things, the Detroit Tigers are in town against yeah. the Chicago White yep. Sox. Why did you say that in like a slight accent, like Detroit Tigers? Because that's how Detroit Tigers people Tigers. talk. Well, I don't have a speech impediment. I'm just saying the Detroit Tigers. <laughs> I mean, you fuck. did get an education from West Chicago. It's called Community High School, you uncultured <laughs> bitch. Um, Avengers Endgame. We'll yeah. talk more about our predictions next Friday along with the sure. the episode. That one goes out Friday. For you, Anthony, in case we don't see you before you see the movie, what are you thinking is going to happen? Well, I before I get into that, what is what is the last like over three-hour movie that you saw? I'm like trying to one think. time? Yeah, because this is three <sighs> hours and two minutes, so... I don't, I don't remember the last know. time I sat in a theater. Was Schindler's List over three hours? I've, I've seen, seen that. I know you haven't, but I've, uh, so I've I guess seen I will. That. I will. Re- I will um, change my question. Last time you went to a theater, oh, and sat in three, three hours. Yeah, three hours. I did not see where, the, where the movie itself is straight three yeah. hours. I don't think I've ever seen one over. I, I think this will be my first time as well. Yeah. Yeah. Is Return Maybe of the King? Return of the King was over three. No, Return of the King was over three. What about Titanic? Yeah, but yeah, but I didn't see that. Oh, but you know what? Titanic's not that long. Is it, it isn't. Oh, it is on two tapes. But you know what? I saw it was on two VHS when they tapes released when it. it came out. Yeah, funny enough, when they released was. it in 2012, I saw it with my sister in theaters and IMAX, and people thought we were on a date. That's a whole other story, though. Uh, it was oh, very uncomfortable. Very nice situation. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, I always yeah, don't know. I can't so even... three hours and two minutes—that is a long time. And so I think my biggest just concern is like I'm planning on going to the 8 p.m. show on Thursday. That's not going to get out until 11 p.m. So let me interrupt you on for a just a moment. night for you. On a school night. So on according prom, to IMDb, the Titanic is 194 minutes. Oh, so that's, that's over, over three. three. So I guess that would have been the, when I saw the re-release in IMAX, that was the first but one. But here's the thing. That doesn't have a post credit scene. Yeah. So that's probably actually mm-hmm. like 250 and then all the credits. Like yeah. this is going to be No, actual... that, that's a long time to say the credits are... Over 20 minutes, 25 I mean, minutes. Celine Dion is going to wail for as long <laughs> as she can. <laughs> but, because Infinity War was like 220-ish or something. I'd say in that ballpark, So, yeah. this is, this is going to be a long film. No and drinking so, liquids an hour exactly. before the movie. So, I am right. seeing the movie on Friday the 26th at 2.30. I don't think, I'm, I think I'm going to drink something in the morning, like have a, a breakfast in the morning, and then I'm not going to drink anything fast. after. I'm, fa- I'm going on the keto Even diet. if I don't have to pee before the movie theater, I'm making myself yeah. go pee. I'm going to yeah. punch yeah. myself on the black. I'm just cutting off my penis. Are <laughs> drastic, but hey, <laughs> sacrifices are worth it. <laughs> Easy, Lord Varys. Uh, however, this is different. It's both. It's both. both. Oh, what a shame! Oh, it's everything. Oh, it's just like a little but slip. It's, it, it's <laughs> like a Ken doll. If you pee, <laughs> if you pee, that means you pee on the person the next to you. Well, no, but I think what I'm saying, but like, it depends on when you've been drinking. If you're breaking the seal or ending it, you know what I mean? I don't ever close my seal. Ah, I keep it open. Well, that's inappropriate. <laughs> Okay, that's um, just inappropriate. So yeah, I I guess I'm going to be the first one at this table to see it then. Yeah, so you're seeing it Thursday evening. Yeah, because I have zero time on Friday, and mm-hmm. then our weekend next is pretty shocked. I'm hoping so, you can see it. Yeah, I have no idea when I'm at some see point we'll before see. that Sunday episode. You as well. I won't. I won't see it until video. Is that true? Mm, yeah. No. 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 You can find a time to go. No. 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 Ugh, I'll no. go with you on my second go around. We'll go see it together. This is actually yes. kind of funny though. I've seen almost every MCU movie that I've seen, I've seen it with a group of people. 
This is the first one that I can really think of. I'm going by myself on. Now I oh. see. I I'm I would be completely okay with that. Though. With this yeah. one, I am I excited about because I'm excited to see. Although and I'll get into my full predictions next week. Although I think I'm going to like this movie, I'm not going to love it. I don't think anything is going to top uh, Infinity War for me. See, I, I think, think that is such so... an accomplishment of this whole franchise. I I'm wrong. I, I agree wrong. with you. A year ago, when we were discussing it, like nothing is going to top this mm-hmm. Infinity War. But in the year, I, I think I've changed. I think they're going all in with yep. a three-hour and two-minute runtime. I don't think there's going to be a wasted minute. And I think it is going to be pretty spectacular, not only wrapping up the first ten years, but also giving them a place to start for, for the, the next, next ten years. Here's why I'm excited for this movie, and that I think it could be better than Infinity War, because the consequences at the end of this movie are going to be permanent, unlike... Infinity. The consequences at the end of Infinity War. That's true. And I knew going into Infinity War that even if people were to die, they probably weren't necessarily going to be dead for the next movie through the whole duration of it. Whereas if they do end up dying in the next movie, that's going to be it for them. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it could have a a bigger meaning than Infinity, Infinity War. I think in my mind right now, it's just going to be such a thing of like, okay, we're going to get everybody back together. We're going to unsnap everybody who was snapped either before or after we defeat Thanos. And along the way, we're going to lose about two to three big name players along. Yeah, and I, I feel like that's the pass movie. the mantle to Oh, 100%. Somebody. Yeah, 100%. And, it's just, and it's just a matter of, here's, I'm, I'm on two. The nation's how they execute it. Yes, I'm on two sides of, of the coin here, in all honesty. The one side I'm on is my one big gripe with Marvel excluding Infinity War, was that they don't really know how to kill off characters and keep them killed off. I've always said, if I had a nickel of every time Sam Jackson uh, was dead, and then, or excuse me, every time Loki was dead and came back to life, uh, I, I could pay my rent for the rest of the year and not have to worry about it. But I understand... Don't, don't use him as an example. I understand he's the god of mischief. He he's the god of mischief, I get that. But the one that always sticks with me the most is Sam Jackson's Nick Fury and Winter Soldier. They send him off perfectly, and you feel like, holy shit, man, they just killed off Nick Fury, like the grandfather, the guy who started this whole thing, this family. Yeah. And then after 25 minutes, he's back. And it's like, I what never the really fuck? felt like he was dead in that, though. I did. I did. I did. I was, and I, and I was kind of pissed. It's like, how long are we going to keep fucking killing people off Bring and them bringing them back? Like, it's okay to cut the cord sometime. Now, on the opposite side of that, where I'll kind of go against that argument of cutting the cord, I don't want to watch Endgame, and it's like, well, everyone's been thinking for the past 11 years that people are going to die, so let's just wipe half the slate clean, uh, just so we can do fans from here. If the deaths service the story, I'm excited about it, but I don't need to see Tony Stark, you know, neck uh, his neck get snapped an hour into the movie, just so it's like, we just killed Tony. It's all good. The fans will be with us now. If it serves the purpose of the story and it furthers the plot, I'm all game, but don't do it for shock value. I don't think they will. I don't, th- I don't, I don't think they will. I'm just saying. That's, like, that's something in my Infinity head. Infinity War, like, when he got stabbed, I I thought that was, that was it. it. And as, and like, not only, did, that had shock value because 100%. you weren't expecting it, but it, it makes sense to, to pull the trigger on yeah, that. And so I, I don't think anything's going to be for shock value because you had several things. You had you had Loki, and that was shock value, mm-hmm. but I think it served a purpose mm-hmm. to Vision. set... And, uh, uh, sorry. And, yeah, but like I... So to speak on that, I think of the people who died in the first one, I think Loki 
is the only one that is 100% not going to come back. Now, I think like everybody else has a potential to come back. See, here's the thing that I always wonder, too, and I'll say this about, the, you want to talk about shock value and moments that really hit me, is the death of Gamora in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. The man kills his own daughter to get what he achieved, to get what he wants. And to me, it's just going to be such a, sl- not a slap in the face, per se, but just such like, come on, if they bring her back. Because that moment, he literally takes his daughter by the hand, by the arm, and throws her off a mountain so he can get what he wants. It's extremely powerful. It's arguably the most emotional moment in that movie other than the ending. Mm-hmm. And just if they're just kind of like, gotcha again, we got her in the, these stones or whatever kind of cop-out they use. Not that it's a cop-out per se. It's just going to kind of be like, what, what, what are the rules mm-hmm. that these certain characters have to do to stay dead? Also... To be fair, that's how things work in comedy. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I know that. I I do. But if we're also gonna go thing with like everyone who was pre-snap comes back, then why won't people like Quicksilver and Age of Ultron come back or Agent Coulson uh, in the first? And again, we'll have all these these questions answered for us in a week. It's just kind of this is the speculation part. Uh, For the record, Agent Coulson did live. Yes. He didn't watch the show, Agents of Shield. Oh, they, well, I thought they, they bring him back as like a clone. They, he's not a clone. It's him, but they like use special signs to bring him back. I didn't watch that. Yeah, show. yeah. it is. It's, but it's it, good. to be fair, it's it's good. Good. I liked it. I, I really enjoyed it too. It is good. Once they pair up with like uh, the events of Winter Soldier mm-hmm. with Hydra. Yeah, the show gets so much better. Yeah, Less but cheesy. to be fair, it does yeah. sort of reinforce your point about just bringing people back. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll see. Um, you have something else? It, I mean, it's it's in a week. Yeah, like, I'm so it's excited. It's that you've been waiting for a, a, a year for, mm-hmm. and I just don't see how they mess it up. I and I I will say this. I'm going to make this 100 percent clear. They're not going to mess it up. Yeah. I just feel like I'm going to either going three hours or one time. Yeah. You better not. You better not swing and miss. I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I have this weird little feeling in my stomach right now. I'm going to leave the theater next Friday going, I really liked it. I didn't love it. And that's okay. I don't I don't need every movie from Marvel to be like, that's one of the best movies I've ever seen. I want them to end this phase, this story, this chapter, this saga, whatever, on a good note and set up the future as well as they can. Now, is this also the Russo swan song? Are they done after this? I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, who knows? Who knows? I mean, there's so much going on after this. You know, I bet they don't do anything for a while. Yeah, I could see them coming back maybe three or four movies down the road. I just didn't know if there was any. And let's also look at this too. Whoever dies in Endgame next Friday when we see it, uh, who's to say they don't come back in ten years? No, in in some capacity. And it goes to the point you made, Tom. No one ever stays dead. You know, this isn't Game of Thrones. For the most part, people are dead in Game of Thrones. They're fucking dead. Uh, In MCU, it's different. I think also in comics, though, there's so many moments where... Or so many different alternate versions or um, variations of the character. Like, you got Iron Man as Tony Stark, but you've got also different versions that have that same technology that that kind of character could come up and you could invest it in a new character yeah. but have that call back to the original MCU characters a lot of people think that's what's going to happen with Cap that Cap's going yeah. to beat it and either Bucky or Falcon will take over the mantle as the new yeah. Captain America or somebody entirely new yeah, Who knows? I think also you know, there's a strong chance we see Captain Marvel kind of step in as the new face of this franchise yeah. this, this yeah. universe yeah Chad? 
I'd be cool with it. Although I was just kind of whatever on Captain Marvel. I, I mean, I, I enjoyed I thought Brie was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, one more movie we can kind of nerd out about, and then we'll, then we'll end this episode. A trailer dropped last week that we have not talked about. It's true. Not Luke so much, but you for sure and me a little bit have adopted the theory of we've stopped watching trailers for movies that we know we're going to watch because we just don't want to spoil anything for us. Um, this is one exception I have. I cannot stay away from Star Wars trailers. I watch them several times, you know, every version that comes out. Maybe by the time the last one comes out, you know, like a couple weeks or a month before, I can let that one go. But I always have to watch the first one or two. I just can't not watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I'm okay with watching, uh, like, the first two trips. Sorry. Um, he's, he's alive. alive. He's alive. John is still here. He's still here. He's working I, on trivia questions. I like going in and watching the first two trailers because they really don't give away. No, I agree. most of the time it's cut footage anyway at that yep. point, and so I'm okay. But it's that very last one. Like I know the Avengers Endgame dropped another one like two, two days ago. ago. Yeah, and it's yeah. like we're done. I don't need more. And yeah. I I didn't want to watch it because I'm like something might crop up and mm-hmm. give me new ideas and I really don't I've seen two trailers and I said yeah. that is enough I don't need yeah. to see the really hype is anymore. already there you, I, really you already have my money I purchased I purchased my tickets two weeks ago You, I'm coming to see it like enough so we got Star Wars in December yeah nice little way to cap off the year uh, I'm this excited. one better have some cool flipping lightsaber battles because I will say that has been lacking in this neutral. Well, let's talk about the one concur. Uh, last Jedi. Jedi. That, Got it. Nailed it. That was great. But I just feel like with how far technology has come in filmmaking and how many like cool fight scenes you could do with lightsabers, right. the one at the end of Force Awakens was basic in what it needed to be. Right. It was great. Last Jedi was awesome, if not a little bit too short. Like... I just feel like there needs to be more fight scenes and maybe I'm being a little I'm too casual fan of yeah, like, I just want to be fair the original trilogy doesn't have that many lightsaber battles because it was in the flipping 70s and they couldn't do it well they could to the level I mean, like if hey you, don't, don't call Alec Guinness I mean he was doing tons of pull ups <laughs> for the show Ooh, I mean part of the problem like, I understand what you're saying part of the problem is you can't have a ton of lightsaber battles because you want to see someone die in them and if you have a bunch, if you're gonna have a bunch of battle lightsaber battles, you have to have a bunch of stalemates. Not everybody can die in them. You but know I mean, like, as they don't have enough characters using lightsabers with to, as like, many kill flaws off like they do in the prequels. With as many flaws as the prequels have, Phantom Menace had that awesome one at the end. Right. Exactly. Attack of the Clones had that awesome fight with the the Jedi's versus right in the Battle of Geonosis yes. in the dome. And then the third one has that great, like awesome 20 sequence where yeah. you've got both Garcidius and Yoda yeah, right. and Obi-Wan and Anakin. I have felt you, Anakin. I have felt you. Think about it this way. What are those movies without those lightsaber battles? Your answer is nothing. Because they're not very good. <laughs> well, what's but the last, what's battles, the last they, Jedi like, without that really good one? You know, here's the thing, here's thing about The Last Jedi. Uh, the more I watch the movie, the less and less I like it. Uh, How many times have you watched it? 
I think I've seen it three times now, two or three times. I'm seeing it two. I think maybe which just, is surprisingly little. I've seen it twice, and I saw it twice in theaters, and then I think once at home. And yeah. I just the more I watch it, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I love Force Awakens. Force yeah, Awakens is my favorite of all yeah, the movies. Me too. Um, and I will say this, I think I said before, The Revenge of the Sith is my favorite probably Star Wars movie. So it's a mix of, I just think it's awesome, but also nostalgia for me. Right. Um, a little bit younger. Yep. And, yeah, I, I'm with you. With I, I would love to see some more lightsaber battles in this one. I will, although, I, I first of all, I, lo- I just want to say this. I love the trailer for Rise yeah, of Skywalker. Yeah, we got a topic there. I know we talked about the trailer. I yeah. love the trailer. I, I thought it really, it well. and I think they kind of played it smart because they kind of went away for a little bit. Han Solo was a little uh, received kind of divisively. I, pers- I personally enjoyed it. The, the solo movie. movie, but yes, <laughs> the solo movie. Yes, I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, but we didn't see anything really since then. We're coming up on almost a year since that movie came out, mm-hmm. which is weird to say. Mm-hmm. And so they, they took some time off. They came back to this trailer. I think it really, in my opinion, it pulled the, the heart strings at times. It shows some great action sequences, and then it teases you at the end. With one laugh of ah 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 ah, that's, not that's all, so terrible. Ah, ah ah unlimited power. Yeah, they just, what if they just shows like uh, Revenge of the Sith again? Cream in my pants. I might win it. They just oh I'm sorry <laughs> to get out to get out to and then it just shows every more whatever the, the crawl was from the third one. I mean it's definitely interesting to see where they're gonna go, but this is like this has to cap it off. It's the same thing as Endgame. Like they, what they end Endgame with with the Thanos song is gonna mm-hmm. cut it off. What they end Episode Nine with, it's not like this is going to lead to an Episode Ten. They're taking a break. Yeah after episode 9 so like they need to bring some finality to this series that I don't feel like with The Last Jedi set us up for any can way we, to get to the go it seems like it might be rushed yeah can we go yeah. back to the lightsaber battles yeah uh, sorry uh, you ready to talk well, kind of. <laughs> okay great um, well I was before that comment lightsaber battles can we go back to the lightsaber battles get a comment about the lightsaber battles oh yeah so are you ready to talk? Think, think of it this way. <laughs> <laughs> so the lightsaber battles for the last like three movies have been like not as good as you know when you see Yoda dancing around like a buffoon and without his tail. Uh, don't talk about Frank Oz that way. He does his best. Um, but you got to think of how powerful these like <laughs> Jedi quote unquote are because Rey is not a Jedi. Right. She's not a Jedi Master. Right. So she's nowhere near Luke or Qui-Gon or But she still Obi-Wan. has fighting experience. Yeah, not as much as them. Yeah, of course that thing. Yeah. Okay. I'm quarter staff certified, so, <laughs> so I, you think I should... He was using golden lights. <laughs> so you think you could take your, your little lights? staff, grab a lightsaber, yeah. and then not cut off your own hand? Yeah. Like... And, and, and like, on the dark side, nobody's as powerful as they were. So it's like it's like these mediocre players that are building themselves up right. to what they should be, which is the, like... But the even then, you had somebody as strong as Kylo Ren. And but I, is he? That's my point. He's not as strong as Darth Vader, and he I never agree. will be. 
He's I not agree. as I don't even know. I think they're gonna redeem him in this one. But well, you have that's, that's going, a big rumor. Like yeah. your big climactic fight in Last Jedi was him going against Luke Skywalker, which should have been great. But you had like sixty seven year old Mark Hamill there who can't But think of it think of Luke Skywalker the first big battle that he went into, he got his hand cut off. And That's because Ray, he's a little whiny bitch. And Ray is still not even at that level. Because she's basically just picking up a lightsaber for the first time and figuring out what the fuck she actually is. So, like, in in the storyline, and it just makes sense that these people aren't as powerful because that's what they're growing to. And I don't even know if we're actually get more there. lightsaber battles is if there were more Jedi involved in the movies. Are yeah, we, are, are, yeah. Is this going to have a time jump? Is this going to yeah, take the events of Last Jedi and 100%. say that... Ray is training this group of people. I don't Kylo think we're going. This group of I don't people. think we're going forward like ten years because I think they're just not going to want to make the actors look that way. Right. But I think you're going to see somewhere between like two and five years, but in the timeline of between the so end of Last Jedi ready now and the for rise of badass lightsaber fight. And I, sure. But no, I to your point, if that is true, if there is a time jump, yes, they should be better. Mm-hmm. There is going to be a bit of a time jump from. This there there's been it's been confirmed, confirmed yeah. that episode nine will take place a few years down the road of the events of episode eight. Right. I don't, know, don't know, I know how many. Years, that's what I'm saying. saying. I, I don't know how long yeah. it'll be, but, but they it, filmed it's not some of it at Galaxy's Edge. At Disney, Disney World, I've heard. So not if they want the movie to be good. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was. They're still working on. Uh, it's um, really good. Now Disney sucks. Hey. <laughs> No, what do we really think about the title? Because we, I'm fine with it. I have, I have no problems with the title. I agree. Um, it adds. I mean, it certainly, much like the Last Jedi did. I think it makes you speculate on what it actually means mm-hmm. until you see it. Um, but I'm fine with it. I have no problem with it. This story is obviously these nine movies have been centered around the Skywalker family essentially and if you're gonna make the last movie titled after that family that has been the centerpiece of this entire saga I'm completely fine with it I'm I've found myself not being like so into these titles anymore because it used to be like oh my god what's the title of yeah. this but now it's I'm like, oh, that's the title. Yeah, it's okay. Cool. cool. Whatever. Yeah. It brings nothing to me. I've always laughed with the title thing. When you look at the, in my opinion, one of the better trilogies we've had in recent years, the Planet of the Apes trilogies. If you look how the way those titles are I said ordered, this when they were coming out. Right, when they're ordered, they make no fucking sense. They it make goes, no sense. It goes Rise, Dawn, War. Shouldn't it go? Shouldn't it go? Dawn, Rise, War. Absolutely. So, like, I mean, if you want to put those movies, regardless of what order you think they should be in, they're still fuck. the thing. The movies are great. Like, that's honestly, in recent years, one of my favorite trilogies. So I'm with you, Shawnee, in terms of like the titles being like, and I know to, be, to diehard fans, you know, it's a big thing, and that's mm-hmm. great and all. And, you know, I I kind of was excited like what the Endgame trailer or yeah. uh, title was going to be, but since I'm not as much of a diehard Star Wars, I very much enjoy it. I'm kind of just like the title's the title. Let's, let's yeah. just try to make. I want a good movie. You know right? what's yeah? Right. You know what's yeah. more important than the title of the movie? The actor. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like <laughs> now, who cares what the title is as long as the movie is good? With the title being sent. Go ahead. Oh. Okay. Now with the with the title being sent around the Skywalkers, <laughs> we're probably going to get Mark Hamill. Whether or not Ray is a part of this family or not, will we get? Christensen. I hope. Uh, How hilarious. I hope. 
Honestly, I'm not. I have brought peace, freedom, justice, uh, and security to my new empire. (laughs) Your new empire. I'd throw that in there. I'm not super opposed to it, honestly. Um, They would not do that. I don't think they do it, though. He he literally almost killed the But you know what? I love that they're bringing, based off the trailer, we're going to get to see... Uh, I believe it's Ian McDermott, correct? Right. Ian McDermott. Ian, Ian McDermott, McDermott as Palpatine Quebec. It starts bringing more validity to the prequels. And I know people are like, the prequels, oh, worst thing I've ever seen! Uh, I enjoy them. I grew up with yeah. it, as many, many people did. And I know people who do enjoy those movies, so I'm glad to see those are kind of finally getting to like, stand on them and be like, no, hey, regardless of what you think of those movies, they're still in this world and they still have effects. And based off the trailer for episode 9, the prequels... And especially with the character of Palpatine, Darth Sidious, whatever, will be uh, playing a big yeah, part. Yeah, I feel like this movie is tasked with tying up a lot of loose ends. I agree. And I hope that it's up to the challenge mm-hmm. and makes it, does it effectively. Yeah, that's, that's... I concur. But that's the deal with every, like, it's the same thing with Endgame. Like, it's got a lot of writers a but lot they, Yes, but, but I think they, have, over the course of ten years, made this tight knit woven story where this one over two movies has left so many questions of Ray, Mm -hmm. Ray's story where did Snoke come from how did Kylo get all this I do I will will say this I think um, I think Star Wars because I think Star Wars fans are also much more critical than MCU fans I agree so I think the Star Wars episode 9 has a taller task to Mm -hmm. fill rather than Endgame does Because I think Endgame, everyone pretty much has a sense how it's going to wrap mm-hmm. up. And whatever, we don't know exactly how it's going to go, but we all have a general idea how it's going to play out. Uh, and related to Endgame, they haven't really talked about the length of Episode Nine, but I'd be down if it was somewhere between two and a half and three hours. I could see that. Well, Last Jedi was like two and a half. Yeah, it was right around there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it had to, it so I think that, yeah. they, they're going to fill the seats no matter the length of the 100%. 100%. So they need to make the film that is going to best service the fans and yeah. best service the story. I completely, completely agree. I think they should do whatever best services a Snoke. You underestimate my power. That's Don't try it. That's Don't try it. I'm making. Thought he was going for a snow compression. Don't make me kill you. Anakin, my allegiance is to the Republic, to democracy. If you're not with me, then you're my enemy. Thank you for listening to only a Sith deal is an absolute. I will do what I must. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Quick story. Somebody. Uh, so somebody at my work said the word absolute, and I quoted that to them, and they looked at me like I was an absolute monster. <laughs> I mean, it's so is this crazy? An absolute? And I do the voice? Yes, of course I, I did. So many Sith deals and absolutes. And then they looked at me. And, and I they called the police. My name is Sean, if you need anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it, a, it was a customer. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I thought it was a fellow, like, co-worker. No, no, no. I don't work with anyone. Why does it work with anyone? Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, now that Sean has the police called him, I think it's a perfect time <laughs> to end this episode of the Unemployed Guys podcast. Quick note, on this upcoming Monday episode, it will just be Tom and Sean 
recapping episode two of Game of Thrones. We're firing Luke. That's true. I'm going back home to golf slash celebrate Easter with my family slash uh, take a day off from doing Star Wars impressions on the show. So I won't be here. <laughs> It'll God. just be Tom and Sean. So uh, yeah, enjoy that. They're going to recap episode two of Game of Thrones. Yep. And you're in good hands because they know much more about the show than I do. Yep. So thank you, Anthony, for being here. <laughs> yes, thank you for having me. We will see you next week on the Endgame MCU trivia. Yes, trying to extend my win. You go for fourth win. win. My fourth win. Fourth win. Okay. All right. Interesting. And Tom. Not gonna happen. Uh, we'll see you very soon, as always. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> are, you, are you two still talking over there? Sorry, I'm trying to end the show. Yeah, go ahead. Let's be a little bit more professional. Decorum, decorum, decorum. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today on this podcast. Hey, as always, you guys can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. If you have any questions, comments, complaints, if you want to see more of Anthony on the show, if you want to see less less of Anthony on the show, if you want more Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi impressions, you can email us at the Unemployed Guys Podcast at gmail.com. And as always, if you're listening to us on Apple, which we know many, many, many of you are, almost like ninety percent of our listeners come through Apple, please rate the show, review the show, give it five stars, leave some comments, and tell your friends. Because if you tell your friends, that means more of us get to have fun. If we're having fun, it's a beach party. Mm-hmm. My name is Luke Jaconis. My name is Sean Young. And you have been listening to another episode of the Unemployed Guys podcast. Get a job, folks! Yep! Gonna stop recording now. Your new empire! <laughs> <laughs>